Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here at the Tutor Podcast, talking on common sense about how to start, grow, and love tutoring, teaching, and coaching business. Well, Christmas is fading fast, and the last of the New Year's hangovers have lifted, I hope. So we're all back in harness in the tutoring game. Back on the chain gang, as I always say. Which brings me to that perennial porcupine of the self-employed, tax. Yep, the deadline for anyone who needs to complete a self-assessment tax form is January 31st. So crack on with it if you haven't already done so. Here's a disclaimer for you though, so you can't sue me. I'm not an accountant. This is not financial advice. Check with your own accountant to make sure that you stay right side of HMRC. And remember that minimising your tax bill is legitimate and proper, but avoiding or evading tax is illegal and you'll always end badly for you if you pick a fight or try to stitch up HMRC. That's because HMRC, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, have loads more time, money and resources than you or I could ever hope to have. They're bigger than you and they have an army. Don't pick a fight you can't win. Pay your taxes, sleep soundly at night. Never mind the fact that the government will inevitably waste your money because that's what governments do. It's not an excuse for you or I to dodge our proper responsibilities. So, how can we pay less tax without running foul of the taxman? Well, as self-employed people, it's vital to remember that, unlike guys on payroll, you're only liable for tax on your profits. So make sure to always claim all your allowances. Make sure that you claim for any use of your own car for business travel. If you use part of your home for business, there's an allowance for sole traders. And you can claim, if you have a limited company, a percentage of floor area. So a total of all of your bills, divided by floor area, times the amount of floor used by your business. As long as you have what's called a non-exclusive rental agreement. You can claim reliefs on investments and savings. That's money invested or loaned to your business. There are so many allowances out there that we can look at. And I think it's vitally important to ask your accountant to find any allowances that may be applicable to you. Remember, the tax code is not your area of expertise. It's theirs. And they're working for you. They're not there to just collect money on behalf of HMRC. So in order to minimise your profits legitimately, it's vitally important to account for all your expenses, all your materials bought for for your work. Your materials are anything consumable, really. Your equipment, your stationery, any branded workwear, advertising, marketing, relevant training, interest on money you've loaned into the business, use of your phone for business, internet costs, website costs, repairs to your work kit. For me, I spend a fortune on guitar strings every year. Depreciation of equipment. 
If insurance is necessary for work, it's subscriptions to professional bodies, with books, trade magazines, and much, much more. Get your stuff together. Get your books up to date and ask your accountant if they can see if you've missed anything to check your numbers. If your accountant isn't actively trying to help you save tax, for heaven's sake, find a better accountant. It's your accountant's job to help you to hold on to as much of your money as you legally can, after all. And remember, guys, don't file late. You will always be billed for filing your tax return late. And the longer you leave it, the bigger the fines. If you don't have exact figures by the filing date, you can use provisional or best estimate figures and amend them once correct and accurate figures are available. Provisional accounts, though, may flag you for investigation, and that will mean lots of time and effort spent proving your case. So the best thing to do is stay on top of things and don't run out of time and put your accurate figures in. If, like I used to, you find yourself filing a self-assessment at the last minute, it's common sense to avoid the stress and anxiety of going through that year in, year out by just staying on top of the bookkeeping and accounts throughout the year. Have a set day and time when you update your records and take care of business. Yes, it's a pain, but it's less of a pain than sweating over doing a year's worth of your books at the last minute. Trust me on this. The good news is, and there is always good news, the good news is that self-employed people like you and I enjoy a much better position in regard to taxation than do the majority of people who have jobs. They have far fewer opportunities and allowances within the tax system and are more or less powerless to do much about their tax bills. Whereas we, on the other hand, can do a great deal if we're prepared to do our research, check its relevance and implement what the law allows us to do. If we plan ahead... Think about 15 years ahead about what you want your business or businesses to be, how much you want to earn from them, and how you can structure your business to be as tax efficient as possible. Well, if we do that, it can save you tens or even hundreds or thousands of pounds, or much, much more in saved taxes over your lifetime. It's often said that death and taxes are inevitable. And while you may not be able to avoid them altogether, you can do a great deal about keeping your tax bill down and to keep your money safe from the taxman where it belongs, in your pocket or in your purse. Over the years, I've come to regard looking at taxation and business as just a game. There are rules, and if you know the rules, you can win. If you break the rules, you risk losing much more. So... Play with these ideas and let me know how you get on. I'm here to listen to you as well as talk. And of course, I don't have all the answers. Get in touch with me. It's info at neilcamido.com. And you can follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tudor Podcast. Hit the subscribe button for the Tudor Podcast and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. And as we wrap up for today... I'd invite you to join me next time on the Tudor Podcast, where I'm all about how to get you to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. 
Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.